Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is Wednesday, November 21st, 2018. For the next hour, I'm going to bring you the latest celebrity and entertainment news on Kim Porter, Robert De Niro, Meghan Markle, Katy Perry, Tamar Braxton, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Happy holidays, everybody. This is Dave Koz for RAD, recording artists, actors, and athletes against drunk driving. When you're traveling during the holidays and see someone who's had too much to drink about to get behind the wheel of their car, get the car keys. Your friends will thank you for it because friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Well, honey, I, uh, I have some news. Uh, okay, what? <laughs> All that training paid off. I got the job. Oh, I knew you would get it. So when do you start? When you donate stuff to Goodwill, you help provide job training for people right here in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news and celebrity news and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you'll get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you'd like to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number one. Also, uh, if you like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. The Facebook uh, page is www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Uh, Twitter is at thatsentertain1. That's T-H-A-T-S, entertain, and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Saletta14, Saletta Like the Shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. And most importantly, follow me on Instagram. Just go to T Jones Gibbs. T-J-O-N-E-S, G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a mostly cloudy, 40 degrees. Before I get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to give a shout-out to, to everyone that's listening on to the show today. Thank you again for joining me on the eve of Thanksgiving. And if this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. That's Entertainment has been here for about eight years on BTR. So I'd like to thank everyone for all their support and love over the years. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about, um, th- there's a lot to talk about, as 
usual, you know, uh, this is the eve of Thanksgiving. People are going to be traveling, getting ready for the holidays, spending time with family and friends. So uh, make sure wherever you're heading, get to your destination safe. Uh, Christmas is in five weeks, people. No pressure. So the holiday is definitely upon us. Uh, Lots to talk about this week on the show. Uh, The sudden death of actress, model, and the mother of P. Diddy's children, Kim Porter. Uh, She passed away so suddenly, and she was only, what, 47 years old. Uh, Robert De Niro and his wife are ending their marriage after 20 years. 20 years. And this is not the first time they thought about divorce. There have been a couple of times where they were going to go ahead with divorce, but I guess they reconciled. But it seems like this time they are for real. Um, Meghan Markle is uh, becoming a little overzealous about her new life at Kensington Palace. I'll tell you more about that. And Forrest just put out their list of the highest paid women in music. And the Braxton, Tamar and Tony, they're in the news this week, but for separate reasons. So, uh, uh, lots to talk about on this eve of Thanksgiving. So without further ado, let's get started with the most talked about stories of the week. Hit it. All right. Well, um, Sean Diddy Combs, uh, he is reportedly planning on a very elaborate home going home going service for Kim Porter uh, in the same place she was uh, raised, Columbus, Georgia. Sources close to P. Diddy tell TMZ that Kim's funeral will be held Saturday in the same place her mom, Sarah, was buried in 2014. Uh, Friday night, friends and family will gather in town for a dinner, and the funeral will be poorly be held the following day. The family is also planning an event for Sunday. Um, as for the funeral, Diddy reportedly wants this extravagant ceremony with Kim Casket traveling by carriage and pulled by horses. Celebrity Pastor T.J. Jakes will conduct the service. Uh, Combs held a memorial for Kim Sunday night at his home in Bel Air where nearly 100 people attended and shared memories of Porter. Earlier Sunday, uh, the music mogul broke his silence on her death, saying, quote, for the last three days he's been trying to wake up out of this nightmare, but he hasn't, and he said he doesn't know what he's going to do without her. He's he's going to miss her very much, so today he said he's going to pay tribute to her. He's going to try and find the words to explain uh, the unexplainable relationship. And for those who don't know who Kim Porter is, Kim Porter, uh, she's was just she was more than just P. Diddy's ex girlfriend and the wife of his. I mean, I'm sorry, the mother of his children. She was also an actress. Uh, she was uh, in a couple of movies, and she also was a model. Um, she had uh, two twin daughters by P. Diddy, uh, a son. And she also uh, adopted. Well, no, that it, uh, Quincy uh, Quincy, uh, who happens to be the son of Albie Shore, the R&B singer Albie Shore. That is her son, but by Albie Shore, um, which P. Diddy happily adopted him into the family. Um, the, the outpouring of love and support by friends and families and celebrities all around the world was was so 
much that, you know, people are shocked how, you know, all of a sudden she she passed away. Uh, she was found dead in her L.A. home last Thursday, and insiders have revealed that she recently fell ill with the flu, but it's unclear if the flu was an underlying cause of death. Um, now, uh, they have, they did uh, update, they update this story saying that the uh, that they, a spokesperson for the Los Angeles County Medical Examiner, uh, the coroner said that further tests would have to be uh, will be needed to figure out why the 47-year-old mother unexpectedly died. The cause of death should be known in four to six weeks after the toxicology results are going to be in. And again, uh, Kim was only 47 years old. Just so sad, you know. It just makes you think that you know we're not promise tomorrow we're not guaranteed tomorrow anything can happen so again it just was so sudden you know she was uh spending time with her kids um they you know she if you follow her on instagram and uh you know she had posted pictures of her with the kids during halloween she was at uh quincy's uh, uh, uh he at a premiere party of a movie that he's doing um it's just so sudden, just like that. So, uh, very sad, very sad indeed. Uh, Robert De Niro and his wife of 20 years, Grace Hightower, she, they have decided to end their marriage. And this is according to a source uh, from People magazine. Hightower and De Niro were married in 1997. They have two children together, 20-year-old Elliot and 6-year-old Helen Grace. And even though their appearance at an A-list event and red carpet may make their relationship seem filled with glamour and delight, things have not always been so peachy for the pair. Uh, 75-year-old De Niro filed for divorce from Hightower in 1999, going as far as taking his estranged wife to court over the custody of their son. But the issue was resolved before the divorce went through. Now, 14 years ago in 2004, the duo renewed their vows in front of friends, family, and other celebs. De Niro uh, Niro previously told uh, people about the trouble he faced in raising the kids. Uh, He said, quote, there are great moments and moments of sadness. Sometimes you're the last person they want to deal with. It's like when you walk your kids to school and they get older and they don't want to hold your hand or kiss kiss you goodbye, unquote. How uh, Hightower launched a coffee business in 2013 to help the people of of Rwanda after uh, viewing Hotel Rwanda, a film about the country's 1994 genocide. At the time, she told the uh, San Francisco Gate that her husband was supportive of her venture. Time will tell if the separation is a permanent one or a temporary one, like the brush with divorce they had in 1999. And, you know, going back to the quote that De Niro had said about his children, about, you know, I I, I understand definitely where he's coming from because, you know, um, my son is getting older and, you know, the the idea of letting go, he's being more independent, you know, to walk home from school and you know, he he feels that he doesn't need to be baby anymore and it's kinda sad, you know, because you you been with your child through the whole school thing, walking in the school since first grade, kindergarten, and now they're just about to get become older and independent, you know, they don't need you anymore. It's it's kind of sad, you know, in a way. But um, I just hope 
the best for Robert De Niro and his wife Grace. You know, they they still live here in New York. They still have um, the film festival here in New York every year, and uh, uh, we just wish them the best of luck. Uh, Meghan Markle is becoming a little overzealous about her new role as the Duchess. And what I mean is that she's adapting very fast to her new life. As a new royal, it's said to be that she's very passionate about her new job and has been showing a strong drive while trying to shape her role. Now, while having a strong work ethic, it is a good thing. But the former suit actress is allegedly too formidable that it rubs palace staff the wrong way. Now, according to the publication, the pregnant Duchess of Sussex would wake up at 5 a.m. every day before flooding the palace aides of her new ideas in around six or seven texts. Now, the staff understand that Megan is just being enthusiastic, but her up-and-atom West Coast energy is an uncomfortable fit with the more formal ethos of some of the palace staff. Ever since joining the royal family, Megan had been conducting a series of undercover missions to meet the British people, particularly those associated with good causes, in addition to her publicized engagement. The Duchess just recently finished her first royal 16-day tour in Australia, Fiji, and New Zealand alongside her husband, Prince Harry. Now, the new report arrived after it was said that Meghan's personal assistant unexpectedly quit only six months after Meghan officially entered into the British monarchy. Now, allegedly named Melissa, a source told Daily Mail that she is a hugely talented person. The source went on sharing she plays a pivotal role in the success of the royal wedding and will be missed by everyone in the royal household. A palace source, however, declined to comment on the report. And Katy Perry has topped Forbes magazine 2018 list of the highest paid women in music with earnings of $83 million. The 34-year-old singer earned more than $1 million for every night of her witness the tour, playing more than 80 dates during the June 27, uh, I'm sorry, June 2017 to June 2018 time period and analyzed by the U.S. publication. In addition, she is said to have ranked in a staggering $20 million after taking on a judging role on TV talent show American Idol. Katie was followed in the list by Taylor Swift, who placed second with pre-tax earnings of $80 million. Forbes noted that while many have expected Taylor to top the annual financial breakdown, many of her reputation stadium tour dates fell outside of the June-to-June time period. Despite that, the launch of Taylor's new album, Reputation, saw her top the chart worldwide, selling 2 million copies in its opening week, and has undoubtedly contributed to her still-impressive bank balance. The top three of four of 2018 lists was rounded out by Beyonce, who ranked in $60 million thanks to her performance at Coachella earlier this year and her joint album with husband Jay-Z. And much like Taylor, Beyonce on the Run 2 tour fell outside of the time period looked at by Forbes, meaning it would be reflected in their 2019 list. Pink and Lady Gaga finished the top five with earnings of $52 million and $50 million, respectively. Jennifer Lopez came in sixth position at $47 million. Rihanna was seventh at $37.5 million. And Russian-German singer uh, uh, Helene Fitcher came in eighth at $32 million. Celine Dion and Britney Spears conducted the concluded the top ten after ranking in $31 million and $30 million apiece. Wow. 
Right now it's 16 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you listen to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you'd like to uh, make a comment about any of the today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656, and press the number 1. Again, that's 347-637-2656, and press the number 1. Uh, Tamar Braxton was slammed by her fans recently for reportedly walking out on a performance of Redemption of a Dog in Washington at the Warner Theater, leaving her co-star Snoop Dogg high and dry and attendees searching for answers about her absence. As reported, Braxton was performing last Sunday and did not come back out to play Snoop's Angel after the intermission because her meal failed to arrive backstage. The Daily Mail wrote that Tamar ditched her cast and stormed out at intermission after she did not get her food delivery. Tamar managed to piss off fans even more when she hit up Instagram to share a sonogram that she used to promote her show. She eventually deleted the post. All of that for a plate of food. Now, from what I, w- I was hearing, that uh, there was a problem with security. Whoever was supposed to be bringing her food, she didn't clear it with security. So, cl- of course, clear- uh, security was like, well, who is this person coming back to Tamar or who wants to go back to Tamar's dressing room with some food? So she, that's where she made the mistake right there. She should have let them know. But also people are saying, why in the world is she eating food during her intermission, even though it's a 15-minute intermission? That's not enough time to really enjoy your food. What was she going to do, golf, I mean, golf it all down and then be filled with gas, and then next thing you know she can't say her line or she feeling, you know, you know when you eat too quickly or eat too fast, you start feeling funny, you you start getting sick. So how was she going to do that? Even if she did get her food, how in the world was she going to do that? You know, gobble it, you know, gobble up her food in 15 minutes and then go out there. I don't know. Um, Waka Flocka Flame has said that he's ready to retire from the rap game and he spends he's going he wants to spend more time with his wife Tammy Rivera. And TMZ reports that a baby could be coming sooner than later. Uh, when the Atlanta MC sat down with Raquel Harper of Rock uh Rack Rant, she he explained why he was hanging up the mic. He said, Quote, I've been I I've been gave it up, he told her. He said, ask my wife, I don't I don't want to rap. I did what I came to do. I made past $30 million. Everybody that I started with is rich. Everybody's happy. Everybody got kids. I don't have nothing else left to do, unquote. Well, there's one thing left on Walker's bucket list, and it's he said he wants a baby. He and Tammy plans on adding a new addition to their family, uh, uh, Rock uh, Rants uh, airs Tuesdays at 11 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. Pacific on BET. And the date is set. Hamilton creator and upcoming Mary Poppins return star Lin-Manuel Miranda will get his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame on November 30th, and this is according to Variety. As previously announced, Miranda found out that he will receive the honors on the same day as 90s music icon Will uh, Weird Al Yankovic, who then released the perfect remix, the Hamilton Polka. 
The super busy Miranda will soon reprise his turn in the title role of Hamilton for the Puerto Rico engagement of the musical upcoming third national tour. And speaking of receiving a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, Snoop Dogg received it on Monday, and he acknowledged several important people in his life, including his parents, his wife, Shante, uh, DJ Warren G., Dr. Dre, Jimmy Kimmel, and Quincy Jones. He also even went on to thank himself for putting in the hard work that led to where he is today. And this is what he said, quote, he said, I want to thank me for trying to do more right than wrong. I want to thank me for being me at all times. He says, Snoop Dogg, you are bad mf Quote. The rapper was joined by Dre, Kimmel, and Jones for the ceremony in front of the El Capitan Theater on Hollywood Boulevard. Snoop Star is uh, number 2,600, no, 2,651 in the history of the walk and comes four days before the 25th anniversary of his debut album, Doggy Style. Singer and music producer Pharrell Williams also was in the attendance at Monday's ceremony, but one person noticeably missing was Snoop pal Martha Stewart. She had previously spoken very highly of Snoop and their friendship to People Magazine, and this is what she said, when you work with someone like Snoop, it's like having a sidekick, how great it is. That's why all the comedians have sidekicks and bands, because it loosens them up and let them be freer. freer. Snoop is my freedom, unquote. And things between John Hamm and Sarah Silliman might might have escalated big time lately. A new report suggested that the longtime pals have become friends with benefits after being seen getting more than cozy at two different La La Land events. After the Mad Men actor 18-year-old romance with Jennifer Westfeld ended in 2015, the door has then been opened for John and Sarah. The unlikely pair attended the premiere of Ralph Breaks the Internet, in which the comedian lent her voice to uh, Videlope, Von Swartz, uh, together on November 6th. The two were spotted together again three days later when the 48-year-old actress was honored with the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Sarah previously dated comedian fellow Saturday Night Live writer Dave Attell before moving on with Jimmy Kimmel in 2002. The couple split in 2008 before getting back together, only to split once again in 2009. In 2014, she confirmed that she was in a relationship with actor Michael Sheen before separating in February this year. Being a supported ex, uh, Jimmy was also present at Sarah's Hollywood Walk of Fame ceremony, and during the event, the Jimmy Kimmel Live host even gave a speech in which he sang his Emmy-winning ex-praises. Wow. And uh, Tony Braxton, $5 million engagement ring is gone. That's right. The 51-year-old singer revealed that she lost the massive bling when she received uh, that, which that she received from Birdman when he proposed to her months ago after her luggage went missing. The Unbreak My Heart hitmaker revealed on Twitter that she left her Louis Vuitton train case on her Delta flight from New York City to Los Angeles last Tuesday, and uh, she later gave an update on Tuesday informing that her, her Louis Vuitton train case had been found, but most of her jewelry items, including her engagement ring, are missing. Tony also begged the culprit to return her pressure engagement ring. Uh, this is what she said. She said, whoever borrowed it, please return it. Uh, I promise no questions asked. 
Tony confirmed her engagement to Deberman in February 2018 in a sneak peek of her family hit WeTV reality show, Braxton Family Values. The rapper proposed to the R&B singer with a huge canary yellow diamond ring, which she affectionately called Bonnie. The couple, who has been dating since May of 2016, is planning to wed soon. The Another Sad Love Song Saunters recently revealed that her fiancé is keen to getting married before the end of the year is up. Wow. But why in the world, and I always say this, why are you not wearing your engagement ring? Because once you take it off or you put it away, the chances of you losing it is very, very high. And we're talking about a $5 million Kadari yellow carrot ring. I, and, and that must happen, you know, because Tony Braxton was on Wendy Williams' show last week. So this had to happen right after she uh, left the show and was heading back home. $5 million carrot, uh, engagement ring gone. Uh, do you remember a couple of years ago I was telling you um, when uh, little Kim, uh, she had a traveling case with all her jewelry. You know, she was known for wearing the Queen Bee necklace, and uh, for apparently it got lost at the airport, and when she got the case back, they had took the Queen Bee thing. They took all her jewelry. It just don't pay. It just don't pay. You cannot be traveling with that kind of stuff in your little separate traveling bags. Right now we have uh, 25 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest of entertainment news and celebrity news and pop culture between 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern Time. If you like the show and you are a registered listener here on BTR, like us, like our, uh, click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, make sure you like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash that's entertainment dot radio. Follow us on Twitter at that's entertain one. That's T H A T S entertain and the number one. You can also follow me at stiletto fourteen. That's S T I L E T T O and the number fourteen. And you can also uh, follow me on. Instagram, just go to T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E S G I B B S. All right, uh, coming up in the next half hour, uh, Cardi B uh, debut album, Invasion of Privacy, where it has been named the best release of 2018. I'll tell you more about it. And uh, Nicole Kidman has shot down. Uh, Big Little Lies fans uh, about a possibility of a third season of the drama, and I'll tell you what the reason that she gave. And uh, Megyn Kelly's departure from NBC News is coming closer. Apparently, NBC has decided to uh, fight, instead of fight and face a lawsuit from her, uh, they decide to uh, draw a line and give her the remaining of her contract. I'll tell you more about it. And uh, Jason Derulo is getting ready to be a part of the cast of Cats, you know, the hit Broadway show. Well, it's becoming a movie musical, and I'll tell you more about it. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere.
Every Wednesday afternoon with the host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now we 
got 27 minutes left remaining in the show. That was new music by uh, Sagala, featuring French Montana, Ella Earn, and Megan Trainer. Uh, before we went to the music break, I was telling you about the latest from Miss Cardi B. You know her debut album, Invasion of Privacy? Well, it has been named the best release of 2018 in Time Magazine End of the Year Countdown. The rap sensation has scored hit after hit with tracks like Bodak Yellow, I Like It, and Ring from the first studio project was shot to the top of America's Billboard 200 upon its launch in April. Now it's also earned her the title of Best Album of 2018. Sean Mendes' self-titled release and Jay Balvin's Vibra placed fourth and fifth on the list, respectively, while the rest of the top ten is made up of Robin's Honey, Troy Sullivan's Bloom, Golden Hour by Casey Musgrave, The 1975's A Brief Inquiry into Online Relationship, and Camilla by Camilla Cabello. Meanwhile, time uh, magazine film critic Stephanie Zacharek have ranked the best movie releases of 2018, awarding first place to Alfonso Caron's Roma. Now, documentary Won't You Be My Neighbor about the beloved children TV host Fred Rogers and Ethan Hawke drama mystery First Reformed are named second and third best of the year. Other highlights include Eighth Grade, The Favorite, A Star is Born, and Queen's biopic Bohemian Rhapsody. And Dr. Joel uh, Fleischman uh, he's getting ready to head back to Alaska. Now, if you don't know who, what I'm talking about, CBS is, gets, is revisiting the show Northern Exposure by developing the comedy drama, which aired from 1990 to 1995. Now, it also starred Rob Morrow, who, and he is reportedly uh, down to reprise his role as Joel, in addition to serving as executive producer. Now, the network offer a brief explanation of what to expect in the project, hinting that one character from the original series will be killed off to set the background story. While it's been confirmed that Rob will return, it remains to be seen if other originals stars will join him on the revival. Words are uh, John Carbett is set to once again play his popular character, Chris Stevens, from time to time. He's also attached to serve as producer. And premiering in July of 1990, Northern Expo- uh, Exposure, the show, it revolved around a New York City native, Dr. Joel Fleischman, who is struggling to adjust to his new life in Alaska. Now, much to his chagrin, he was assigned to the much smaller, remote, fictional town of Cecily, which is in need of a general practitioner. However, things didn't, didn't went that bad as he then was involved in a hot and cold romance, romantic uh, romance, I should say, with Maggie O'Connell, who was played by actress Janine Turner. Now, the show quickly became a critical smash. It won a Best Drama at Emmy as well as a pair of consecutive Peabody Awards. Created by Joshua Brand and John Falsey, the show ran for 110 episodes on the network. It ranked among the top 10 viewed by 18 to 49 years old on CBS during 1992 to 1993 and 1993 to 1994 schedules. Northern Exposure also starred Barry Corbin, John Cullum, uh, Cynthia, Cynthia, Cynthia Geary, Darren E. Burrow, Peg Phillips, and Elaine Miles. And Nicole Kidman has shot down Big Little Lies fans' hope for a third season of the drama, insisting it will be near 
near impossible to assemble the all-star cast again. The actress who won acclaim and awards for her role as abuse wife Celeste Wright in the 2017 TV hit will reprise the part opposite Reese Witherspoon, Shailene Woodley, Zoe, Zoe Kravitz, and Laura Dern for the upcoming second season, which will also feature Meryl Streep, but she thinks it's highly unlikely there will be more episodes. Kidman tells Variety, quote, I think it would be hard to get the whole group together, but we would love to do it, unquote. Big Little Lies was supposed to be a limited series, but the drama was such a big hit, Reese, Nicole, and their fellow producers decided to try it for a second season and persuade author Elaine Mariotti to continue her novel about Celeste and her well-to-do friends. The second season of Big Little Lies will hit TV screens next year in 2019. And uh, Megyn Kelly's departure from NBC News is coming closer. The disgraced TV anchor has served uh, about half of her three-year, $69 million deal with the daytime morning show before she found herself on, uh, in hot water for her controversial blackface comment during her 9 a.m. slot of today. Now, according to Page Six, Megyn has been, has been finalizing her, ex, uh, her exit deal with the network. Sources allege that Megyn will be paid around $30 million her departure will arrive after she joined the Peacock Network following her departure from Fox News in 2017. Now, uh, NBC decided rather than fight and face a lawsuit from her, they, and more importantly, Comcast, with all its money, decided to draw a line under the entire debacle and pay Megan the full amount owed owed to her in her contract to go away. So they're going to... one of the seniors uh, said uh, that, the quote, this is far from the end of her TV career. Uh, in the Donald Trump era, there are few bro- broadcasters like her. Megan would likely take a short break from TV and return to cable news ahead of the 2020 election. Now, Megan received backlash after questions whether do- doing blackface on Halloween was a racist thing to do. Um you know, when she was a kid, back then, to her, it was okay, as long as you was, according to her, you was dressed up as the character. And this is what she had said during her October 23rd broadcast. Um, she said, you did get in trouble if you are a white person who put on the black face on Halloween, but she thought as a black person who put on white face or a black person put on or a black person who put on white face for Halloween as well. But uh, she they she thought this was okay. Now, uh, a lot of things went into question because Megan Trainer is not. I mean, Megan Trainer, <laughs> Megan Kelly is not that old. You know, the, the way she was talking and the way she was sounding, you would think that she was much older than that. You know, growing up during the time where the Jim Crow era was around. You know, Megan's only what the uh, I think she's forty seven years old as well. So because of her age, you would think she would, as an educated woman, a woman of her uh, profession and education, you would never thought she would thought that was okay. You know, people were, like, scratching their head like they couldn't believe what was coming out of her mouth. But she apologized later on, saying into in an internal email to her NBC colleagues that she knew that the behavior was indeed wrong and that she apologized and she said she was sorry and that the history of blackface in our culture is abhorrent and the wounds run too deep. Um, 
Jason Derulo has completed the main cast for director Tom uh, Hooper's Cats adaptation after signing up to play Rum Tum Tugger in the movie musical. The singer will make his movie debut opposite opposite Jennifer Hudson, Taylor Swift, Idris Elba, Dame Judi Dench, and Sir Ian McKellen in the project, which starts shooting next month. And this is according to Billboard. Now, Rebel Wilson, she also recently joined the cast as Lazy Puss, uh, Jenny Endotts. The film will be a faithful adaptation of Andrew Lloyd Webber, stage musical, which was inspired by the poet T.S. Eliot's Old Possum Book of Practical Cats. Now, Hudson is playing Grizabella. Uh, Elba will tackle uh, McKivity. And McKellen is Gus the Theater Cat. Meanwhile, uh, Dame Judy will play a female Deuteronomy in the movie version after originally booking the role of Grizabella in the original West End production in 1981. An injury forced her to pass on the role and withdraw her from the show, leaving Elaine Page to take the part and become uh, synonymous with the production. Now, Judy Dench's new role has traditionally been played by men. Brian Bless originated uh, originated the old Deuteronomy in the London musical, and the part has also been played on stage by Ken Page, Jeff Ledden, and Quentin Earl Darrington. Lloyd Webber previously revealed that Taylor Swift has signed on in July, explaining she will play either Flurry uh, Bamalurina or the skittish Demeter. Lloyd Webber has penned a new song for the film and will serve as the executive producer, Hooper's Cats will hit theaters in December of 2019. And the writers working on uh, the the Sex and the City um, 3 movie reportedly had plans to kill off a central character in the film. In December of 2016, it was reported that a script for a third and final movie following Sarah Jessica Parker's Carrie Bradshaw had been signed off. A follow-up to the 2010 Sex and the City 2, another big screen continuation of the hit TV series. While the third installment is unlikely to get off the ground, Origin uh, podcast hopes. James Andrew Miller has now claimed he has seen a script for the planned project and alleged that the reason why Kim Cattrall, who played PR guru Samantha Jones, had refused to sign up for the film was because Chris North's character, Mr. Big, Bradshaw love interest and eventual husband, was meant to die readily early on in the screenplay. Uh, people close to Kim believe that the script didn't have a lot to offer the character of Samantha and he also said during a chat with cast members, including Noah and Parker, which was released on Monday, November 19, they point to the fact that it called for Mr. Big to die of a heart attack in the shower relatively early on in the film, making the reminder of the movie more about how Carrie recovers from Big's death than about the relationship between the four women. And though Parker, uh, Kristen Davis, and Cynthia Nixon, who plays Charlotte York and Miranda Hobbs, respectively, has signed on for the film, it was canned in September of 2017 after Cottrell declined to return, sparking a feud between her and Parker. And during the podcast, the divorce actress insisted that she had tried to change her co-star mind on numerous occasions. In addition, North explained that he had not seen the script for the third movie, but he had heard the story was superior to the storyline for the first two films, which were penned and directed by Michael Patrick Kane. You know what? To be honest with you, I'm a big 
Sex and the City fan, and I'm so glad that it kind of was. You know, I'm I'm glad that they didn't go with this movie because who? Why would they kill Mr. Biggs? I wouldn't want to see that because Mr. Biggs is a very important character in the Sex and the City franchise. He was Carrie's first love, and even though she dated numerous men in between her relationship with Mr. Biggs in the beginning and the breakup and the back and forth, she ended up being with him at the end. And not to hear that his character was going to be killed off in the very beginning... I'm glad they didn't do the movie. Sorry, SJP, but uh, I don't think fans would have went with that with that storyline. Uh, 14 minutes left remaining in the show. Uh, I'm going to take another break, and I'll be back with the last remaining story of the day. So don't go anywhere. <laughs>
Right now we have 11 minutes left remaining in the show. That was Bad Bunny featuring Drake, singing in Spanish. That's right, in Mia. All right, for the last remaining story of the day, actor John John Leguizamo, he has signed on to direct his next movie about the real-life high school chess team. The star will take charge of critical thinking, which will center on the true story of a group of underprivileged children in Miami, Florida, who go on to become the first team from an inner-city school to win the U.S. National Chess Championship. Uh, John will play their coach, Mario Martino, uh, Martinez, co-starring with Jorge Lindenborg Jr., Michael K. Williams, and others in the project, which will begin filming in Miami later this month. This is the second film that the actor has directed following 2003 TV movie, Undefeated. And uh, after Taylor Swift announced that she signed a deal with Republic Records and Universal Music Group, fans have started begging for a collaboration between the pop superstar and Ariana Grande. Much to fans' excitement, the former appear, uh, former friends appeared to hint that, they, that she said that collaboration might be coming for real. The speculation first arose after fans noticed that Ariana liked the post of Taylor's record label announcement, in addition to being inspired leaving the Blonde Beauty apartment. Taylor later liked the uh, liked the said post, prompting fans to go wild and becoming more convinced that the two would indeed release a collaboration. No confirmation has been made as of now. Taylor recently announced that she left her record label home of the past 12 years and signed a deal with Universal Music Group and Republic Records, posting a picture with its chairman, Lucian Grange and Monte Lipman. And uh, rapper Takashi69, lawyer, has filed for an emergency hearing after his client was denied bail following his indictment on six federal charges. The hitmaker, a.k.a. 6ix9ine, is holed up in a rough Brooklyn jailhouse, according to his lawyer, and it appears he'll be there for at least another day after a judge insisted he should remain behind bars despite the offer of $1.5 million from his lawyer. Takashi, whose real name is Daniel Hernandez, and three associates were arrested on Sunday night and charged with counts of racketeering, firearms, assault with a dangerous weapon, and conspiracy to murder. Prosecutors claim that the trio is linked to the notorious nine-trade gangster blood gang, and Takashi is now facing a life sentence and a minimum of 32 years behind bars if convicted. Refusing bail, the judge ruled that 6ix9ine freedom posed a threat to society. Lazaro is planning to appeal the, real, uh, the ruling and secure bail for his clients during an emergency hearing today. Meanwhile, the rap star is getting a taste of what prison life might be like and among the general population at the Brooklyn Metro, uh, Metropolitan Detention Center. His lawyer, Lance Lazaro, tells TMZ that the rapper is not being held in a segregated part of the prison despite his celebrity status, and he's mingling with inmates that are extremely dangerous, violent, or escape-prone. And singer and actress Idina Menzel has jokingly offered up her services to fill in for Victoria Beckham on the 2019 Spice Girl reunion tour. Bandmates Jerry Horner or Jerry Hallowell, Mel B, Mel C, and Emma Button confirmed plans to hit the road for a series of UK concerts last week, uh, which... uh, which ended uh, on November 9th, but Victoria, who has established herself as a top fashion designer since the girl group initial split in 2000, decided to sit out the trek to, foc- uh, to focus on her design label. 
Now, Broadway superstar Idina, uh, she had proposed that she join the quartet on stage after sharing a brief video of herself and two friends singing along to the band's smash hit single, Wannabe, on Thursday night, November 15th. Now, the Twitter clip featured the trio walking through a park in Washington, D.C., stumbling over the lyrics as they wonder what the term zigga means. The Wicked Performer tongue-in-cheek post emerged hours before the Spice Girl announced another extension to their comeback tour. The singer initially booked six 2019 stadium dates with support from singer Jess Glenn kicking off the track in Manchester, England on June 1st. But after the show sold out, they added five more gigs to the run, and on Friday they announced the Spice World 2019 tour would now launch in Dublin, Ireland. The pop icon last performance uh, or last performed at a five piece at the London Olympics closing of the ceremony in 2012. And seeing that he was performing in Toronto, the home of his nemesis Drake, Pusha T shouldn't have been too surprised that there was some in, in the audience that didn't appreciate him being there. Tuesday night, Pusha T show was interrupted by several goons tossing drinks on stage and then rushing it, sparking an out. Uh, all-out brawl. Pusher was push, uh, was performing cuts from his Saratoga album at Danforth Music Hall when a flurry of beverages were tossed on stage followed by several men attempting to get up on stage. There is also a video of the incident where you see Pusher run for cover just before the angry crowd could get to him. Now, Pusher T security was quick to step in and fists started flying. A rep from the Toronto Police Department tells us that they're currently investigating the altercation. Uh, We were told that three people were sent to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries and no arrests had been made. It's likely no coincidence that the incident went down in Toronto, Drake home city. The two, you as you know, have a nasty history uh, trading diss tracks, including one where Pusha T revealed Drake had fathered a secret son. Once the crowd was back under control, Push returned to the stage to close out the show surrounded by security guards. Now, during the performance, he took time, get this, he took time to address the brawl and, get this, blame Drake for the disturbance. He accused the guy playing hitmaker of paying people to cause a scene. The claim has yet to be confirmed, but sources familiar with the situation did say that there were rumblings of Drake or people affiliated with him purchasing 200 tickets in order to disturb the show. Even though Pusher managed to get back on, on the stage and perform, police decided to pull the plug and end the concert early. You know what? I'm not surprised either. I mean, here you are. You in Drake's hometown, and you weren't you you didn't think that there were going to be people of Drake, his fans in his hometown, that was going to say, "Listen, why are you here? You should you don't belong here." After you diss our man, our homeboy, I, I'm not surprised that this happened to him. Uh, over the weekend, uh, Mariah Carey, she infuriated many fans when she posed for a photo with former NFL player Colin Kaepernick. Many Americans resist Kaepernick's overall message of quality, and they take great offense at him using the NFL games to protest racial injustice by taking a knee during the national anthem. And Carey, this is what she wrote on Instagram. She said, quote, it was such an honor to me. Cabernet today. 
Many fans were thrilled by the meeting of the two pop cultural icons, referring to Carrie and Kaepernick as legends. Carrie, meanwhile, can't be bothered feeling impressed by the criticism as she's enjoying the recent release of her 15th studio album and prepping for an upcoming world tour that kicks off in February. And, uh, you know, since Megan, going back to uh, Megan Kelly, uh, she, ever since she was fired three weeks ago, the viewership at the Today Show is up in its key demographics. The viewer between the ages of 25 and 54 for about around 10%. Uh, you, as you know, uh, while she was on, um, they, now according to Variety, the third hour NBC Today Show drew in 741,000 viewers between 25 and 54. That's more than 2.63 million viewers overall. In the final weeks on air, Kelly's show got only 675,000 viewers between 25 and 54 and an overall viewership of 2.52 million. And this is in the third consecutive week in which the show had high, had high, had a higher overall audience ratings than its rival, Good Morning America. And uh, if you're a Diana Ross fan and you've been wishing to see more of her, you're about to get your wish. Because Diana Ross has a plan to, to become the supreme queen of Christmas this holiday season. Uh, she is booked throughout the entire season and will be making several high-profile appearances and performances. In fact, she, her entire family, including her daughter Tracy, her son Evan, and daughter-in-law Ashley Simpson, and grandkids, will appear at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And this is what the insider told Pay6. They'll be on the last float before Santa comes out. Now, just in case you weren't aware, uh, Diana Ross released her wonderful Christmas time holiday album in October, and with that in mind, she will also perform at the lighting ceremony for the Rockefeller Christmas Tree on November 28th and at NBC's New Year's Eve before the ball drops. Good for Miss Diana Ross. Well, uh, that's going to do it for me for uh, this week. Uh, tune in next time when we do it all over again. Enjoy spending time with your family and friends. No politics around the dinner table. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and I will talk to you next week. Take care. If you're traveling on the roads this holiday season, make sure you travel safety, and uh, I will talk to you next time. Take care. <laughs>